Jenny Shellen, and you're listening to the Filter Free Mom Podcast, a show for encouraging moms and all women to put away the filters and share their true selves. We all have a story to tell of the hard stuff and how we made it through. The more we open up, the more women will know they are not alone. Hey guys, welcome back to the Filter Free Mom Podcast. This is episode five, and this is part two of my depression segment, um, Helpful Tools to Work Through Your Depression. So I am going to give you some more tools today. Uh, In the last episode, I gave you some that are helpful for me. So I'm going to just keep going with that list of things that I find helpful when I am battling through depression, and hopefully these are things that help you through your own depression. So the first tip today is to eat. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but honestly, remembering to eat or even wanting to eat can be extremely difficult when you're depressed. Uh, Suppressed appetite and depression often go hand in hand. So if this happens to you, it's so important to be intentional about eating. As a mom, I'm really good about feeding everybody else when I'm depressed, and it's something that I struggle with feeding myself. That's something I really struggle with. And I have had to learn over the years to be super intentional and some things that I need to do, and hopefully this is helpful for you too, is I have to keep simple easy to prepare foods stocked away. Oftentimes this is going to look like fresh or frozen veggies, bananas, apples, citrus, pasta, prepared frozen meat, canned beans, sandwich ingredients, just super simple things. I also love to keep those quinoa and veggie cups stocked, the kind where you just open them and eat them. You don't even need to microwave them or anything. They're just super easy, super nutritious. I'm more likely to eat and even eat well if I have to do almost no work to do that. So foods that you can just open and eat and are healthy too, these are going to be great options. No cooking required and you're still able to get the protein and nutrients to help you along. That's what you're that's what you're aiming for. When I can't muster up the energy to cook breakfast, then I'll have a banana and some cereal or microwave some oatmeal for myself. That usually does the trick. I also love to keep pre-cooked rice on hand and bags of frozen broccoli or peas or spinach in the freezer. Anything that I can just kind of throw together in a bowl and microwave it and then eat, then that's great. And again, those are healthy things to eat. So that's going to help me. I think when I'm depressed, when I'm getting those nutrients, it's going to help me fight through it a lot better than if I'm just eating like chips out of the bag or ice cream. That's going to help me stay depressed longer. So easy things, healthy things, keep those things on hand, especially so that you're prepared, right? Because you never really know when depression is going to hit. So to to be well stocked is a good thing. It's It's a helpful tool. My next tip is make your shopping easier. We are so blessed to live in a time where you can just go on your smartphone and order groceries. We can now have them delivered. There are places like Walmart where you can go pick them up for free. 
take advantage. I always say (laughs) I wish that when my babies were small, I could just roll up in front of Target and they'd bring diapers out and put them in my trunk. Oh, oh, oh. That is so cool. And when you're depressed, even cooler. I mean, come on. To not have to go to the store or to be walking through the aisles completely overwhelmed, not even knowing what you have a taste for or what you're going to make because you're probably not in the mood to be cooking. This helps you simplify it. You can spend the time that you need to on your app, going through your grocery list, putting things in the cart. You can take your time with it and you don't even need to talk to anybody and you don't really even need to I mean some some of these places you can just pull up and lift your trunk and that's it they load them in and you're on your way and when you're depressed it can it can be very hard to even just venture out and be around other people so make your shopping easier take advantage of the technology that we have today And, you know, that's one less thing for you to have to worry about when you're not feeling great. My next tip is to have a bedtime routine that includes taking care of yourself. So you want to be intentional about what you do before bed and wear PJs that make you feel good, calm, and relaxed. I also, I have a face cream, so I'm getting closer to 40 and I have started to use a face cream at night. <laughs> and, you know, I'd, I'm not even sorry. I don't even feel bad about it because it makes me feel really good. It is very relaxing at night. And I actually started doing this this past winter when I was struggling with depression. And just rubbing this thick, cold cream on my face was so grounding and just very relaxing. And it actually helped me to start coming out of that depression a little more every night, just knowing that I was doing something for myself, taking care of myself, and it felt good. So, I mean, just do something at night before you get into bed that is going to make you feel good. And that's a way to take care of yourself. Make lists. Uh, When you are depressed, make lists. Your brain is foggy and overwhelmed when you're depressed. So, When you have a thought, write it down. I mentioned this when I was talking about anxiety as well. It all is related. If there are tasks to be done, even simple things like taking a shower, drinking your water, making dinner, a phone call that you have to make, write it down. And then keep that list where you're going to see it regularly throughout the day. I also find it helpful to keep a notebook just sitting out on my counter open And there I will write down things that come to mind if I have a thought. If I have something that I can't deal with in that moment, but I want to come back to it, I write it down. You know, women, I think we have this, the way that our brain works, it's like we have a million different tabs open at one time and we are trying to constantly bounce through those tabs. It's, that's stressful. (laughs) So when you're overwhelmed, um, because you're depressed or you're anxious, it's a lot harder to weed through all those different thoughts and everything. So make a list. It's going to help you stay on top of what you actually need to get done because when we're depressed, our responsibilities don't go away. We still have to be in whatever role that we're in. So the list is going to help you do those things It's going to help you stay on top of stuff. It's going to help you feel less stressed. Um, My next tip is to remember that you are loved. What can you do for yourself that's going to remind you of that? For me, I like to keep some Bible verses around my house. I have 
printed some out and framed them. I, I think it's very important that when you are depressed, you remember how much God loves you. So maybe for you, that's going to mean turning on Christian radio and listening to those songs that how much God loves you and how, how valuable you are. Understand that your feelings of disparity, they are temporary. Know that you are loved. Pray. Talk to God. He loves you. He is your father. He wants to hear from you. You are his child. Open your Bible. Study his word. Lay your burdens at the cross because Jesus will meet you in the painful places. Jesus knows pain. He understands it. He lived it. He came to this earth uh, not only to die on the cross for you because he loved you so much and still loves you, but also to experience these things that we experience as humans. He gets it. So turn to him and and know how loved you are. Do not forget it. And remember that what you're feeling right now, it's not it's not forever and it will get better and you're not alone. Another important thing to do when you're feeling depressed is to do creative things. Creative things, creative art forms, whatever whatever you want to do, it's therapeutic. If you write, you like to do different crafts, uh, you're a musician, you're a painter, you like to color, sketch, crochet, make jewelry. Maybe you like to write poetry, baking. Perhaps that makes you feel better when you're down. Maybe cooking sparks joy for you, gets you excited, helps you to feel connected to other people, or perhaps it's a way for you to take care of yourself, is to cook a nice meal. I am super weird. I love to plate my food in like really special, fancy, little pretty ways, even though nobody's going to see it. (laughs) And sometimes I just do it for myself. But to make the food on my plate look super pretty makes me feel special and makes me appreciate the food in front of me a little more. And it's just like a creative thing that I like to do but it makes me feel better it's silly you know I also like to garden I like to play my guitar and sing I love to write Uh, when I am struggling through something I love to write about it it helps me process it so what is it in your life that you like to do or something that you have lost touch with you haven't done it in a long time but it's something that maybe made you feel good in your younger years, uh, was a way for you to relax? What What is that thing? Think about what that thing is in your life and do more of that, especially, especially when you're depressed. Next, don't hide your depression. Tell the people around you how you're feeling. We are often so afraid to talk about it or we feel shame. And why do we feel shame? Because there's a stigma. Of course, there's a stigma around depression, around mental illness. People don't want to talk about it. People don't want to admit that something like that is wrong because maybe whoever knows is going to think that you're crazy or they're going to judge what kind of um, adult you are, what kind of wife you are, what kind of mother you are. You don't want to let people into that. That's the hard stuff, right? But talk about it. Let your loved ones know that you're struggling. 
and let them know what you need. Don't be afraid to ask for help. If you tell someone that you're depressed and they shut you down or they avoid the situation, please find someone who will listen or help. And there is somebody out there. If you cannot get support from your from your circle of people, from your family members, your friends, find somebody. Reach out to a church. Reach out to a counselor in your town. Do something. Get a support group, even a Facebook support group. My goodness, there are so many different outlets available, but find somebody because you are worth it. Do not give up on yourself because somebody else made you feel like garbage. It's not your fault. You are loved and you are not alone. Not everybody can handle depression. Not everybody wants to talk about it. It can make people feel super uncomfortable. If they have never dealt with depression, they've never known anybody who's dealt with depression, some people are. I mean, that's just the honest truth. Some people will feel weird about it. And I have opened up to people about it before and they just like did not, I just knew they just did not want to talk about it. That's okay. That's okay. Um, that's why I actually I have a therapist, but I also am very blessed to have a support system within my family where I can talk about that stuff. And, you know, I have friends that I can talk about that with. If you don't have those people, keep reaching out. Don't give up. Don't stay quiet. That is the worst thing that you can do for yourself. And you are worth so much more than that. And the enemy, he wants you to stay quiet. He wants you to keep it inside. He wants you to keep struggling alone. He loves that. So fight against that. Share it. Put it out there. Get support. You're worth it. You are worth it. My next tip is to go to therapy. And I love this tip because I go to therapy. So I have seen, I love this tip because I have seen how useful it is. I have had a few different therapists and I have to admit that not every therapist that I have been matched with has helped me as much as the therapist that I'm working with now. So don't be afraid to switch therapists. Obviously, it's a good thing to stay with the same therapist long term because they're going to know your history. They're going to have been working with you and helping you work on tools and everything to work through the depression. But not every therapist is a good match for every patient, right? So find a therapist that really speaks to you and makes you feel safe and comfortable and The other thing I want to say about therapy is that no path to healing and working through your depression is exactly the same as the next person's. What's going to work for you is not going to work for the next person and what works for them might not work for you. There is no shame in taking medication if that is what you and your doctor decide together. And also, that's not the only way to do it, right? You can also work through depression potentially without medication. So, but the important thing is to talk to your doctor, find a therapist, and please remember that I am not a doctor. I am just somebody who has struggled through depression and has tried different things, and I know what works for me, and I know what doesn't work for me. I know 
what is damaging for me, and I know what's helpful. So I'm just trying to share what I know to have been helpful for me and what is helpful for me when I'm when I am depressed. So don't take my advice as medical advice. Talk to a doctor. <laughs> Please talk to a doctor if you are depressed. But I do hope that these that these tools are something that, you know, that you'll give them a try and they will help you. But don't do it without talking to a doctor. I think that's really, really important, especially especially if you are feeling uh, suicidal, if you feel worthless, if you feel like you don't want to live anymore, if you feel like the world or your family would be better off without you, please, 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 please talk to a doctor, call a suicide hotline, get help. You are so worth it. You are so, so worth it and valuable and you are loved and you are not alone. I cannot say that enough. You are not alone. Another thing that can be helpful is to take supplements. But again, this is something that you only want to do after speaking to a doctor. And the other thing to remember is that supplements are not always safe, you know, with different kinds of medication that you might be on or you know, might, maybe you have different health conditions where certain supplements would not be safe. So it's something that can work, but definitely talk to your doctor. And it's also, I would say, a really good idea to get your blood work done every single year just to make sure that you're um, not deficient in any vitamins, uh, that you're healthy otherwise. So I guess just definitely reach out to your doctor. Um, the other thing that I would suggest is to be grateful. Enjoy the simple things is actually a favorite sign that I have displayed in my home. Enjoy the simple things. It's a reminder to be grateful for little things and the little moments and to appreciate more. So one way I practice gratitude is to keep a gratitude journal. I have a binder where I keep prayer requests And I journal in there and I write down scripture that I want to remember. And I also write down things in that binder that I am grateful for. And whatever method that you use at home, it does not need to be fancy. You can just use a simple notebook, lined paper, or it can be an index card or a post-it note. It doesn't matter. But, you know, one thing that I did years ago when I was, I was feeling really down I took a jar, like a big pickle jar that I had cleaned out and I decorated it because I like to be a little crafty. And my husband and my kids, we would write down every single day. I really wanted to do it for like a whole year. I think we did it for several months, but we wrote down every day at dinner, something we were grateful for and we put it in the jar. And my intention was New Year's Eve of that year, after a whole year of doing it, to spend the night going through and looking at all the different little messages and and things that we were grateful for. And actually now thinking about that again, I think that's something that I want to try. One thing that we started when quarantine began is that as a family, we've been going around the table every single night and saying our highs and lows of the day and then something we're grateful for. And it's been really good for all of us, especially the kids, to focus on something that we're grateful for. And honestly, it's been great for my husband and I too because there's so many things that we could complain about and just, you know, things have not gone right this year, right? But to refocus our mindset 
and think about what we're grateful for. It's just a simple tool, but it's effective. When you are depressed and you are focusing on what you are grateful for, it just changes things. It doesn't necessarily fix it. You know, gratitude is not going to cure clinical depression, but being grateful for for even the small things might give you a sense of some of the weight starting to lift. And then finally, my last tip is to get moving and get outside. Depression will cause you to want to hide under the covers or lay on the couch all day. You know what I mean? I know that it's hard and I, I'm preaching to myself because moving around is hard. It's hard when you're depressed. But if you have a treadmill or you can take a walk around the block outside of where you live, maybe you just walk some laps in your house, around your apartment, whatever you can do to get moving It's going to be a great way to lift your mood and to lift your energy level. You want to fight against that urge to just sit around all day. You want to fight that. Every once in a while, let yourself rest. You know, give into that a little bit. It's okay because that too, I think, is part of self-care when you are depressed is to let your body feel to a certain extent what it's feeling. But Fight against it for the most part. Get moving. Get outside. Get some sunlight. The vitamin D, it's going to help. In the last episode, I talked about a light therapy lamp. This is a similar effect, okay? It's going to boost your mood. It's going to make you feel better. For me, I hardly ever struggle from depression in the summertime because when I can be outside around grass and trees and plants and flowers, It's an instant lifting of my spirits. And I don't even hate pulling weeds. Now, I'm not going to come over most likely and pull your weeds because I don't like it that much. But I am very relaxed. And there is a therapeutic kind of way for me to be outside and be have my hands in the earth. And that's helpful. It is so helpful to just be outside listening to the birds It's hard for me to be depressed to wake up to birds chirping. It just is. And that those are things that I miss out on in the winter living where I do. So get outside, get moving, get some exercise if you can. Fight against the urge to stay sitting on the couch or laying in bed. Fight against it. And it's important to remember that depression is hard and we don't invite it. True depression cannot just be turned off with happy thoughts. Depression is not a sign that your faith isn't strong enough, um, but depression is lonely and depression is real. There's no shame in taking medication prescribed by your doctor to help you feel better. There's no shame in telling someone that you're depressed and there's no shame in going to therapy. If you're in the midst of a struggle or you know someone who is, be kind to yourself and be kind to them. Treat depression like any other illness where you would rest, heal, you would care for the person who is sick. Invisible illnesses are tough because on the outside, you might look fine when on the inside, you are likely feeling numb. You might be physically hurting, struggling, you may feel weary, lost, and you might have no hope. Speak to somebody, get help. Don't do it alone. 
I want to tell you about a couple different resources. SAMHSA, National Helpline. The number is 1-800-662-HELP, also known as the Treatment Referral Routing Service. It's a confidential, free, 24-hour-a-day, 365-day-a-year information service. It's available in English and Spanish and is for individuals and family members facing mental and or substance use disorders. The service is going to provide referrals to local treatment facilities, support groups, and community-based organizations. Another resource is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. The number is 1-800-662-HELP. There's also the Crisis Text Hotline. I know that when you're depressed, talking on the phone is usually the last thing on earth that you want to do. Well, you can text from anywhere in the U.S., and text with a trained crisis counselor. Every texter is connected with a crisis counselor, a real-life human being trained to bring texters from a hot moment to a cool calm through active listening and collaborative problem solving. All of the crisis text hotline crisis counselors are volunteers donating their time to help people in crisis. You can get a hold of this text line if you text 741741 when you're in crisis. And it's available 24-7 in the U.S. Uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. We can all help prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones, and best practices for professionals. The number is 800-273-8255. If you need to get help, you're in a domestic violence situation, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233. It says that their highly trained advocates are available 24-7, 365 days a year to talk confidentially with anyone experiencing domestic violence, seeking resources or information, or questioning unhealthy aspects of their relationship. Again, I, I want to just remind you that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional authorized to treat patients. Any advice that I give on this podcast or on my blog at thefilterfreemom.com, it's not medical advice, but it's rather tips that I share based on my own personal experience with mental illness. Please seek counsel of a doctor and or a therapist and get the help that you need. Please do not stop any medications without speaking to your doctor. And please be aware that some herbal teas and supplements are not safe with all medications. So it's important to speak to your doctor first. And if you're in crisis, please get help. And know that you are not alone. You are loved. God is with you and he is for you. If you would like to share your story of depression with the Filter Free Mom community, we would love to hear it. You can email it to me at thefilterfreemom at gmail.com or you can leave your story on the set free voicemail box at 314-329-0350 and I just might share your story or your voicemail on the podcast. To get more of The Filter Free Mom, you can check out my website at thefilterfreemom.com. You can also like my Facebook 
page at The Filter Free Mom. I also have a closed group community that you can request to join. It's a community of like-minded moms where we talk about the hard stuff, but also encourage and build each other up. That is called the Filter Free Mom Community. And if you're enjoying this podcast, would you please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review? That is going to help other listeners find this show. I would greatly appreciate it. I am trying to be a light and an encouragement to as many women as possible. And I want to hear your stories. I want to hear your experiences with these topics that I talk about. So please set yourself free, set the women around you free, talk about it. Don't keep it inside. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. If you're listening, I want you to know that whatever you're struggling through or have gone through, you are not alone. Jesus said in John 16, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And 2 Corinthians 12.9 says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Friend, no matter how hard things are right now, His grace and His strength, they're enough. Bring your troubles to Jesus, and I promise you're going to make it through. And the Filter Free Mom community will be here to encourage you along the way. I'll meet you back here next time.